0: Hello, hello, hello. This is Tamika Peters, President and CEO of Grow Your Nonprofit, where we help startup small and stagnant nonprofits grow through fundraising strategies, strategic planning, and so much more. Guys, today you're in for a treat. I have my friend and special guest here, Tracy. She's a business consultant. We're going to talk about strategic planning, leadership, and so much more to run your nonprofit like a business. And for those who're listening who have a for-profit business, you can benefit too. Before we get started, I'd like to thank the sponsors of my podcast, Trinity Life Foundation Naples, helping at-risk youth through their enrichment programs, AVID, AVID. That stands for the Associations of Haitians Living Abroad. They just opened an amazing support center right here in the beautiful Fort Myers, where they will help you with immigration support, utility billing, and English as a second language. Last but not least, VaxJuice. They received a grant from the CDC to raise awareness of COVID-19 and vaccine resources in the black and brown communities. So guys, like I said, my special guest here,
1: Tracy. How are you doing, Tracy? I am so good. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you so much for driving all the way from Naples to join us here.
1: It was my pleasure because I'm driving against the traffic. So uh-huh. I'm I know your your way back, so that's very cool. So
0: before we get started, um, please tell our audience a little bit about yourself and your business.
1: Absolutely. So I am the owner of the Amboseli Group, and we are a boutique consulting firm. And we focus on strategic planning, leadership development, and organizational culture within different medium-sized businesses. I work as a consultant and a facilitator as well for different trainings within organizations at various levels. I'm I'm based in Southwest Florida, but I also have clients up to North Carolina, and I love just helping other people achieve more. That is my entire life's mission
0: it's absolutely correct because i met tracy oh what, probably about five six years ago it's
1: been longer than that longer, longer than that i know it from three years so
0: oh wow <laughs> wow and and what i like best about her is that she's genuine she always tries to help Thank you. and if you hire her to help you with your business i guarantee you you will see results and you will see someone who does what they say they're going to do and they're going to be dedicated to you and i'm sure she'll treat it just like it's your business yes right?
1: absolutely yeah absolutely i I will treat it like it's my business and I love that you said that because that's one of the biggest thing is accountability mm-hmm. and there's some struggle right now with getting people to show up for work but oh my know, god vendors to show up so yeah when someone is accountable we yeah. ha- are automatically impressed and above that I will treat your business like my best like my own and that's one of the things that I love I'm your advocate your business advocate and I ask the right questions so that we can discover what the right path forward is for you and your business
0: mm-hmm. so let's with that said, let's segue into strategic planning. What is strategic planning and why is it so important for your nonprofit business and for-profit business?
1: Well, the, as the adage goes, you don't know where you're going if you don't know where you're starting from, Mm -hmm. right? And you can't go aimlessly because you'll never know if you've actually achieved what your goals are. Exactly. Right. And with that, it's important to know what your overall goals are Mm -hmm. and I like to ask, why do you want those goals? Because sometimes we just create these goals out of the thought process or mm-hmm. perspective that it's expected of me, or this is where I should be at this stage in my life. This is where my business should go. And that keyword should is very interesting mm-hmm. to me because who said it should? Right. And the question comes back to, why do you want the goals that you've set forth? And once we've uncovered why, then we go into, okay, how do we accomplish them? And strategic planning is a little bit more than what some people think it is. I mm-hmm. think it's just oh you have a plan, yeah. a three to five year plan, yeah. you're gonna start checking things off, saying I've done yeah. it, done it. Yes, it's true, you're gonna have a roadmap that guides you, mm-hmm. but it really does help you identify why you want to go the direction yeah, you want. Yeah. You know, if you say I want to grow my business and I want to franchise, why do you want to franchise? Right. Right? Like is it because you think you should? Franchising is so much more than people actually yeah, understand. Yeah. Let's uncover what that means. Let's talk through that. And then as we're growing through with this strategic plan, we'll have our steps in place so that you as the owner, the leadership team, the board, etc, you know how to get there. Right? Like that's part of what we always talk mm-hmm. about where we say I don't know how to do something. Well, let's help you with that. Let's give you the tools to do that so that you and your organization can move forward. Mm -hmm. So, so
0: you, you mentioned the, why, Mm -hmm. why do you want to grow? And in my opinion, the last thing you should want to grow is because of money. Mm -hmm. So if you're in the business to make money, clients will see that you're not authentic and it's all about the money and, and it's not about them. So, you want to build a business where you don't have all of these transactional don't clients or donors, you want relationships, and you want a client base, you want people to be with you for a long time, because it's actually more expensive to acquire a new donor and our client customer versus having a cl- customer donor or client stay with you for many years so it should never be about the money it should be about genuinely helping people to succeed and guess what the money will come
1: yes 100 percent. it's as long as you look at what value am i bringing to somebody else whether it be through a product or a service as long as i'm bringing a value Mm -hmm. the money will come Mm -hmm. the referrals will come people will start singing your praises yeah the the transactions will come through You shouldn't focus on money, which is hard for all to say in this climate. I know, right? You know, with with uh, cost of living now, but it's hard not to focus on the money. But you're right; if you focus on the money, then it becomes a transactional relationship. Which, yes, that exists, but it needs to be more of a relationship Mm -hmm. building transaction. The flip side to that, Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day. It gives more grace as right. part of that. You are building your so you're building value mm-hmm. within your clientele. Mm-hmm. Whether you're a for-profit or non-profit. Yeah. And yeah. it's more than just the social impact of what your nonprofit brings to the community. It is overall, it is how you're helping yeah. your employees, helping your board, mm-hmm. helping your beneficiaries. Yeah. It's it's so many different levels yeah. involved. Yeah. So
0: you know that the the, the same Rome wasn't built in a day, and I like to talk when I work with my clients, tell them it's a when I work with them. It's a marathon, not a sprint. So don't expect results overnight. It takes time to build a Walmart. It takes time to build a Starbucks. We know how all of these uh, these uh, organizations started. Amazon started in a garage with just books. Yes. So and it sometimes it takes ten plus years yes. before you uh, get that go. So uh, going back to your why. So building upon that strategic plan in your roadmap. So we have that in place, but it's no good if we don't have the implementation, right? Right. And then we talked earlier about building your team and having your team have buy-in and they have a a voice, their voice is being heard. Yes. So let's talk about your team's voice being heard to help you move forward. Because as we know, we can move slow by ourselves or we can move mountains together. Right
1: right what's interesting with what you just said is yes it's a marathon but i look at it that it's a triathlon Mm -hmm. because you have that marathon piece in there Mm -hmm. but you also have different parts to it that collectively go towards the goal and that's how i look at it so when you have the team aspect of Mm -hmm. having them have a voice right one of the biggest struggles is you have a dictator who says we're going to do this this is the direction we're going to go and you must follow you're not going to have mm-hmm. any movement at that mm-hmm. point you're going to have pushback you're going to have to yeah. you're going to have quiet quitting loud <laughs> etc yes. you're going to have a whole yes. bunch of things right so it comes back to that culture within your organization or association and what does that look like in terms mm-hmm. of the vision that you're working towards the mission and the vision right we understand where things are today but how do we collectively talk about where we're going to be tomorrow what is the XYZ business of tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And that should really include the input of all employees to a certain degree. Right. Right. We're not saying that the Employees are going to build that. What well, we're saying, we need their input. They see mm-hmm. more than we see from a leadership level. They know more than we know from a leadership level. They're the ones in on the front line. Mm-hmm. They're the ones facing the clients. They're the ones hearing the clients struggle. Mm-hmm. We need to listen to them to, to know, okay, what should we consider? If we've considered it, what's working? What's not working? Mm-hmm. Because that's the problem. There tends to be a disconnect between the leadership and the employee, yeah. and then we wonder why we're not having a cohesive culture or why we're mm-hmm. not working to working together, mm-hmm. right? And that's part of the big struggle that I think a lot of leaders are having to unlearn Mm -hmm. because it has been ingrained through generations yeah right of we're the leader this is what you should do but no we're the leader our job is to listen our job is to make our employees jobs easier our job is here to say what can i do for you mm-hmm. because you're the one doing the bulk of yeah. it. how can i help you yeah and i think a big part of that comes back to understanding your leadership style mm-hmm. and for example i'm a servant leadership i'm a servant leader that's what i believe in my goal is to help you mm-hmm. i work well in different leadership styles and as leaders we need to understand what that looks like mm-hmm. if we're really going to be there to help grow in however we're choosing yeah. to grow help grow from within and externally
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's very important you touched on a few points uh, culture Mm -hmm. so as we know the definition of culture is a way of life so whether we are intentional about creating a culture Mm -hmm. within our business our nonprofit or it's naturally created you're gonna have a culture culture. you're intentional about it But, but let's talk about the importance of creating and being intentional with your culture because it starts from the top yes. And it comes down So that's that's a matter of whether you have An uh, environment where there's teamwork mm-hmm. Or environment where there's competition mm-hmm. Or it's toxic mm-hmm. So how does one start to even shape Their culture
1: intentionally? So I would say the first part is Again, listening to the employees Where are that's we today? Important. Yeah. Because if you are seated on the white castle or the white tower, right? You're at the top and you think the culture is great. I would start with an organizational culture audit. Yeah. What does that look like from the employee's perspective, mm-hmm. right? What are they feeling? Cause it's not just what we say in words, like when we have on the employee break room, yeah. our values and oh, our, yeah. our, our key words that are yeah. listed, but yeah. are we actually living it? Yeah. Are they feeling it? So starting there, seeing what the mm-hmm. employees have to say, then doing an analysis mm-hmm. of that, and that's where that's a perfect place for an, or, an organizational culture mm-hmm. consultant come in yeah. and say, okay, from an unbiased perspective, mm-hmm. let's look at what the data shows because data is gold. Yes, it is not subjective; it is actual fact. Right. Let's look at what the data shows and let's analyze this, and then let's compare this against where we need to be. Mm-hmm. In order for us to thrive as an organization yeah, yeah. so th- if you're gonna be intentional with your culture and understanding what your culture mm-hmm. is that's where I would start is starting with the employee hmm and then taking it from there as to how do we fix the problems because there's no secret there are problems everywhere
0: there are problems everywhere you know
1: and like you said there is a, there is a culture yeah it just maybe a toxic culture yeah. but there are problems everywhere mm-hmm. so what do we Do now that we've identified what those
0: Are so so we're putting a a lot Of different pieces of the puzzle together Mm -hmm. As we talk we talked about leadership We talked about culture strategic Planning but if The leadership team doesn't have Big picture Thinking it's really hard For the organization to grow and I See that a lot with nonprofits In uh, our previous Conversation we talked about How How if you if like this one particular person wanted to do everything because they thought they were saving money the importance of seeing what's important to outsource and what's important for me to focus on yes and i i always pushed big picture thinking um with that said how does one get out of their own way and become a great leader and think about big picture thinking to move the organization forward because as we know The world as it is today Tomorrow everything is changing so fast And we have artificial Intelligence we have robots Starting to make a lot of things And a lot of human jobs are going away So how do we Get out of our own way become a great leader and think about the big picture for the business
1: that's a threefold question (laughs) I know I know what's interesting (laughs) that is you said that you have some organizations that have big picture thinking but then you have those that have too big of a picture thinking
0: yeah they're all over the place they're
1: all over the place we want to grab at everything everything is an opportunity fair right but that's why you need to understand okay what is our goal what is our purpose Mm -hmm. right why are we doing this because all these opportunities will continue to come our way. And if we're continuously giving 5% each place, we're never going to give a hundred percent to one place. Right? So that's the first thing as a leadership team understanding you can have big and little thinking at the mm-hmm. same time, as long as they align because you have to have those steps in place right mm-hmm. to move forward. Now, as it relates to the tomorrow's development, right? It's that fine line where you can't always worry about tomorrow, and you have to be present today yeah but recognizing that with the development of different tools such mm-hmm. as artificial intelligence mm-hmm. we need to embrace them for what they are yeah my thing is I love I love using artificial artificial intelligence mm-hmm. I use it because it makes my job easier yeah however I'm cautious at the same time because I recognize if a lot of human jobs go away yeah well who are we selling to we're selling to humans yeah so if humans don't have jobs to earn money humans can't buy the products that the ai made Mm -hmm. right so it's one of those delicate conversations that you have to embrace but you still recognize that these are tools yeah and one of my also favorite examples is how long has it been that we've had the artificial Voice when you call into customer service. Yeah,
0: a long time. A long time. A long you time. Don't you not recognize that. That's yeah, it not became a the person. norm. It became the norm. Exactly. Yeah. How
1: frustrated do we get? When we're like very you know, frustrated. Very, very frustrating. frustrated. So you can yeah. have. So it did. Re- yeah. It did reduce a lot of the jobs, the customer service jobs. It did assist the businesses with what they mm-hmm. wanted to automate. But still, we rely on human to human interaction yeah. and connection. Yeah. So I don't worry about that too much, even though it's easy for me to say because I'm not one directly impacted today so I recognize that but let's not lose sight that we need Mm -hmm. human to human Mm -hmm. interaction and humans are the ones buying things right so we have to be careful at that you know and the last part to that Overall, as you're looking at whether it be culture, because you should have a strategic plan for culture. Mm-hmm. You should have a strategic plan for the overall business, but you should also have it for labor. You should have it for your marketing. You should have mm-hmm. a strategic plan mm-hmm. in every department, and they all align to the overall right. goal. And right. I think that's where things get missed. We have this big picture of what we're going to accomplish. But part of the steps to get there include the different departments, mm-hmm. the different outsourced vendor yes, yes it involves in, in nonprofits non case what's the board's strategic plan Because yeah. sometimes that's different from what the organization's or association mm-hmm. strategic mm-hmm. plan is because the board also has succession planning yeah right yeah. the board also has its own leadership development the board mm-hmm. also has to be advisory as well as have your have that focus as mm-hmm. to what are we doing from a fiduciary? Yeah, perspective? yeah, you know, so there are different parts to having this strategic plan But I think people hear strategic plan and it scares them. <laughs> it's not a 30 to 50 page. Document. No, no It
0: can be very simple. It can be
1: very simple yeah, yeah. and it expands each part mm-hmm. and it makes it doable Yes, that's where I think you and I come in because we've understood mm-hmm. the foundation of what a strategic plan is mm-hmm. But we're modernizing it
0: exactly exactly so so before we wrap up, we we talked about the the importance of figuring out what tasks or positions to outsource. Let's let's shift gears a little bit with about the importance of having a consultant because you could figure it out with a consultant with our expertise because we've had an amazing career ran businesses and that's why we're consulting right versus someone who just started something and they're trying to figure it out on their own guys you're not really saving money you're actually costing yourself more money and more time where you could be actually growing your business growing your nonprofit if you had expertise come in so with that said what are the advantages of hiring a consultant to help you navigate the things that they don't understand about running the business
1: you know i actually i will challenge that a little bit that it's not about running the business a consultant brings diverse thought Mm -hmm. and that should just be the statement because you have leaders in today's world that either have been doing this for Two plus decades. Mm-hmm. They're taking antiquated thought processes yes, and yes. trying to bring it into modern day yeah. execution. Mm-hmm. And then you also have the perspective of those that may not have done what they're looking to do before, but also don't know, don't have someone to bounce the idea off of, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. don't have a different perspective there. And it's a safe place. Like a consultant mm-hmm. is your advocate, Yeah, right? A yeah. consultant comes in, they treat your business like their own. Yes. And yes. they're bringing not just that diverse thought, but the perspective but then also that conversation let them also be the one to do the research let mm-hmm. them be the one to strategize and bring the options to you so that while you're working in your business you can also work on your business because right. that's what happens right working on your
0: business that's working a that's it. a whole nother conversation
1: Exactly because we get focused in the business yeah. so much Yeah and then we think it has to be in or on. Well, a consultant can help you work on both. Right. Because they're they're your second hand person saying, All right, this is our goal. We've agreed upon it. Yeah. Let's go together. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So that's where my biggest thing comes from, uh, hiring a consultant. It is an investment in you and your business. Yes.
0: It's an investment in, in you and yourself. Um, because you invest in those are out there who like Louis Vax I love Louis Vax but I look for a discount. Those of you out there who buy designer things, designer cars, a house, we put an investment in that. We couldn't quote unquote afford it. So we had it financed. So that's the same mindset you should have when it comes to hiring a consultant. If you can't afford to hire a consultant, I know I accept credit cards. Do you accept credit cards? So we accept credit cards. Perhaps you can get a grant. Perhaps you can get a loan because it is an investment in your business and yourself. To help you grow and fulfill your mission,
1: and like you said, the things that we're choosing to spend money on today, there is very little to no return. Oh my gosh! Again. Oh, and it's it's interesting because we find money, right? For things we, we want to find, find money. money. For. That's
0: right. We you find know, money,
1: and a lot of the times too, a consultant comes in, mm-hmm. and it's it's part of that. Scrutiny of right. your books not right. from an audit perspective because yeah. I'm not a financial auditor but yeah. it's a what are you spending money on is it needed today yeah. that's part of the strategic plan what are we investing in and there's a time and place for everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and We find money for other things, and it goes back to, well, what is the ROI on a consultant? And I can guarantee you, if you invest in a consultant, and Mm -hmm. you are also dedicated to the plan, and you're working on it as well, you will find that return so much quicker than a lot of other things that you're investing in. And it's like a piece of machinery. You know, you you need the equipment to produce the product, so you invest in it, Mm -hmm. you see the return. And a consultant is that intangible investment where you say, alright I'm gonna have a return mm-hmm. it's a dual investment in myself mm-hmm. as well as the business mm-hmm. so it sounds like it's a mindset
0: shift it that is. that needs to help and a lot of education that needs to go on so so Tracy if someone wanted to reach out to you how would they contact you
1: so my company is the Amboseli group www.theamboseli group.com my email is Tracy t-r-a-c-y at the Amboseli group so that's T H E A M b-o-s-e-l-i group.com and the phone number is 239-682-1282
0: all right thank you so much for your time tracy thank you for coming on the grow your Nonprofit podcast to to share your knowledge as to how people can start growing their nonprofit as well as their business because guys you know what Nonprofit is a business and big picture thinking leadership culture we touched on a lot of different we things did.
1: but not not Even an inch of everything. I know, right? There's so much.
0: Right, so we definitely will have Tracy back. I love bringing um, other consultants on. Yesterday I actually had. Uh, a consultant on who fundraises for churches and capital campaigns. So getting different perspectives from different cultures. And at times we will partner and collaborate. And guess what? You as a business owner, you can find another business that complements your business and collaborate and partner because it only makes you better. It only uh, uh, makes you grow because at the end of the the day, customers are going to do business with people they like and they trust. So there's no competition you could only benefit by working together. So I hope that you got something out of this to grow your nonprofit to grow your business and to shift your mindset that this is an investment in yourself and your business is only going to make things better. So please don't forget to like and subscribe to my YouTube channel. This is Tamika Peters. I'm signing off and stay tuned for more Grow Your Nonprofit podcast episodes.